You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Here we go. Welcome back to the Nine Finger Chronicles podcast. Again, my name is Dan Johnson. I'm the quote-unquote host, although I really don't do much except talking to a microphone. Um, right now it is 1 a.m. Friday morning, and I'm, I'm busting my butt to try to get these uh, first four episodes up and running so I can launch them all together at one time, kind of an, a first-hand introduction of... Uh, of the Nine Finger Chronicles. Today, uh, I am talking with another good friend of mine, Bob Weston. He is the founder and one of the owners of Whitetail XTC. And uh, depending on who you talk to, Whitetail XTC is a vitamin or a mineral supplement for for these deer. Uh, to be honest with you, I've used this product before, and it fits into my. You know, I've used this product along with other products like Lucky Buck, Antler King, and a couple other ones that I can't uh, remember their names right off the bat. And that's because I'm on my second glass of uh, Eagle Rare Whiskey. Thank you very much, Ryan Iberg. But anyway, I use mineral uh, throughout the summer. Um, and a couple times I throw, depending on if I have any leftover, I'll throw some down after the season's over. But I use my mineral stations for one reason and one reason only and that is to get pictures of the deer that are in my area and that lets me take an inventory not only of the fawn recruitment but also of uh, the big bucks that uh, I'll be chasing throughout the fall and hopefully I can you know get an early pattern on them and potentially move in uh, to an area that they may be inhabiting Um, you know in Iowa you can have a mineral station, but you cannot hunt anywhere close to it. Um, I know there are some states where uh, mineral stations are illegal. So, you know, before you go and get any type of mineral and place it on your property, you might want to make sure you're following the rules and the regulations. Uh, and without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into this interview interview with Bob Weston. And um, bear with me. This is one of the first times I ever had to record uh, a podcast so uh, on my own so the the volume might be a little bit up and down uh, but thanks for listening enjoy on the phone with me now is Bob Weston uh, the founder of Whitetail XTC how's it going today Bob going great Dan how are you sir I'm doing fine doing fine uh, so today we are going to talk a little bit about Whitetail XTC. I want to know a little bit about the history of it. I want you to explain the product to us. So I think I think the best thing to do would be for you to go ahead and just give us a brief history of Whitetail XTC 
and um, what your company actually, what your product actually is, and why you to start, why you decided to start it. Yeah, sure. Well, the story actually goes back about 2007. I was working as a logistics quality engineer at a company. I'm a I'm a diehard deer hunter, just like everyone else. Um, but I was using products just like everyone else. Um, the buckets, the bags, everything else, and. And I, after several years and several thousands of dollars, I was like, you know, there's, there's got to be a way to measure this, the effectiveness of this, if, I, if I'm putting all this, this time, money, and energy into this. And so I started calling manufacturers um, to try to figure out what the best products were. I, I wasn't seeing a noticeable difference other than, you know, good management practices, passing small bucks, um, letting bucks get to mature ages, harvesting does, the normal stuff. And ironically... The only answer I kept getting from everyone is that it's not um, something that you can measure um, on wild free-ranging deer. So, therefore, most of the tests take place on captive deer. Now, captive deer have a controlled diet, a controlled environment, and um, I just knew that there had to be a way to do it. So, I set out to do that initially, um, just as a regular hunter. Um, So, I would put out controlled amounts in a location on a regular property like everyone else hunts. Um, and I would set up multiple trail cameras, multiple angles. Um, and I would go through every a seven-day cycle. And I would track the weather because the only thing that I'm having trouble tracking is leaching from rain. Um, so I started controlling the amount and, and seeing how many mature deer were coming, bucks, does, and then fawns. And then how much is being consumed. So then I started doing daily measurements to try to figure out how much they consume. And I now know that a mature deer will do about 2.6 ounces a day of a mineral supplement that they that they really like. Um, and the rest of it's less. Um, so I, this product, it, was, it didn't start off as a product. It started as something for myself. So I tried the high calcium, high phosphorus um, products. Um, and what we found was when we would collect samples, stool samples, and send them off and have them uh, measured, we found that they were high in calcium and phosphorus. And so right there we discovered that their ability to absorb nutrients in high dosages was an issue. So I got with a local agronomist. I had two, I was fortunate enough in my city to know an agronomist and a ruminant specialist a father and son team, and the father had been all over the Midwest and in a lot of the southern states all of his life for over 30 years as an agronomist, and what an agronomist does is they study the soil for agriculture. They study the uptake of plants, the nutrients out of the soil, and this was key. This was really eye-opening for me. Deer, most of us think of food plots such as clover and and. Um, hay and rye and, and all these different things that you plant and then corn and beans. What we found out was there are nutrients that are actually deficient in the soil that deer aren't just, they're, they're not able to, I'm sorry, Dan, I messed that up. I got, I lost my place. Well, that's fine. Just find it and continue. Okay. So what we found was that Aside from corn and beans, the normal things, deer have over 600 browse species in North America of plants. So we started doing a study of each and every state and the soil types, and, and it varies within each state. 
in some instances. And what we decided to do was to make a mixture based on the actual deficiencies in the soil, the nutrients that they weren't taking from their normal browse. See, deer will eat about, a matured buck will eat about six pounds of dry matter a day, and a mature doe about four pounds of dry matter. So that's way higher than any type of mineral supplement or anything else I could put out. But what I can do is offset that deficiency that's in the soil. So that's where the original formulation came from, is from the actual deficiencies in the soil. And one of those deficiencies that doesn't get talked about a lot is selenium. Now, a lot of people are, are terrified of selenium because they've read articles about selenium poisoning and this, that, and the other. But, but the, the actuality is that selenium is not taken up in the plant that the deer eat. It's like in corn. It's taken up in the stalk, but it's not transferred to the ear. Um, there's a tremendous selenium deficiency, and selenium is one of those things that helps cure almost all common diseases in deer and actually helps with, with birthing. We, we have seen increases um, going from having a single fawn to twins and triplets every single year. Um, so we started off that way. Of course, then we ran into another problem a few years later. I had a great product, was using it on my hunting properties to take inventory, um, in Indiana, obviously, we, we can't hunt over it. It has to be removed from the area. But we, we use it to manage our herd for their health, and we use it to manage our herd to keep uh, tabs on the inventory, what we have. Beyond that, we ran into the EHD, epizootic hemorrhagic disease. Um, I think everyone in the country has been hit pretty hard with that over the last couple of years. Um, so my next question was, well, who's doing anything about this? And as I was researching, no one was doing anything about it. And when you say no one, you say the other quote unquote mineral companies. Well, actually, um, no one in any industry, in the hunting industry or, or any other industry. I mean, the reality is, is that, um, this is, it's kind of, um, it's not a new thing. It's been around for a long time, but, there were no products. No one knew how to respond. I mean, the the, re, the results were devastating in the industry. So, or in the outdoors, uh, all across the land. I, this interview, I'm messing it up, Dan. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Just keep talking, man. This is a conversation. Okay. So, the the state, the DNR, in each state, no one was able to to deal with this other than to you know, get out there and, and take samples and confirm that the disease had spread. We know more about how it happens, um, but how to actually uh, prevent it is is the problem. There There is no, if, if a deer is bitten by an infected midge fly, they're going to contract EHD. Very few survive that contraction. So because there is no cure, because... Every state wildlife service is studying this. Millions of dollars of resources are going into this, to the study of how to prevent it. Um, I thought it would be a, I had a great delivery system, and I knew if I could find the right ingredients to deter the pests, that I would be on to something. And so I started studying, researching with the FDA um, to find some ingredients that I could put in to my product that would help deter the pest. Now, obviously, uh, I wish I could say that, you know, whitetail XTC would prevent your deer from ever contracting, you know, EHD, but I, I can't say that honestly. Um, but it does help deter the pest. 
some of the added benefits that we found out is that these ingredients also help with intestinal parasites, arterial parasites, nose bots, ticks, fleas. Ticks actually cause more, do more harm to deer every year than any other, uh, any other, um, I don't know why insect, I can't think of the word. Or insect. Um, yeah, that wasn't the word I was looking for. I'm, I'm drawing a blank here, but, um, ticks do a tremendous amount of damage. Um, so, so basically what you're telling us is that your product is more than just salt and flavoring. Yes, it's actually much more. Right, right. Um, obviously there is salt in there. I mean, there, there has to, that is the reason that deer will go to anyone's mineral. It's salt content. Some people will say they go for the calcium. The calcium is actually very bitter. It's not palatable. Deer don't like it. They will tolerate a certain amount. But the difference is, is we're not trying to assume. See, the logical approach that most companies have taken in their defense is try to base this on a deer's daily dietary requirements. But what that doesn't consider is the geographical location of these deer, the food sources that are available to the deer, the deer densities, the availability of food per, per number of deer. It doesn't account for all these things. So we, our approach was totally different in that we went after, okay, they have 600 browse species which are available in every single Midwestern state and in some southern states clear down to Mississippi. What is missing in their daily diet from the natural foods that they eat that we can supplement? Now, as I said earlier, one of the biggest problems is, is their uptake. So we also enhance the product with some prebiotics and some specific amino acids. Specific amino acids that, we, that are in our product allow them to absorb calcium and phosphorus in particular more readily. Instead of passing through their system as waste, it's actually absorbed into the bloodstream. The other thing that we do with the prebiotics is allow their digestive system, the good bacteria that's in their rumen, to uh, function more properly. It's actually almost like a food for that bacteria, the good bacteria in the rumen that allows them to digest their food more efficiently. So this, so your product is almost like a vitamin for these deer. Yeah, it's very similar. We, we refer to it as a synergy supplement. I mean, it, it works in synergy with their natural browsing habits and with their natural diet of common foods found everywhere. Gotcha. Now, on the bottom, on the bottom of your bag, I, what is it like five or six different categories? Can you run through those real quick and explain to me how important they are to to the deer and why you have chosen to use that as kind of a slogan or a tagline? Oh, uh, the attract, hold, grow, enhance, capture, kill. Yes, I've, it's basically at a glance everything that all of us have ever wanted out of a mineral supplement whenever we've used those types of things. Our Synergy Supplement, it, it attracts deer to the property, especially in early spring. Um, when deer, when browse is just coming on, um, deer are looking for natural mineral licks, natural salt licks. They're looking, they have a tremendous deficiency um, at that time of the year. And so they will find it. And when, when they find it, one way to tell this this is one of our interesting studies. We put out the trail cameras. We had, we started seeing deer within, within 24 hours. Typically we'll have deer on this mineral. 
And what you'll notice is that they'll start coming back multiple times a day during the daylight hours, and, and they might stay there for 40, 50, 60 minutes. Um, that tells me that the deer are attracted to it and they were holding them because they're bedding in close vicinity to that product. You, you will see deer coming to it readily, the same deer over and over and over, day in and day out, all day long throughout the day. That tells us that we're, we're holding the deer in certain areas. Now, we, we take a very cautious approach because we're trying to gather scientific data for our product and how we might improve it. So we don't intrude on our sites uh, like, like we normally do with hunters you, when you walk into the woods and you're, you're just going out there every week or every two weeks to pull your cards. We're typically doing month-long experiments at a time, and, and we go in. We try to go in um, in a way that doesn't disturb the deer, but the deer are definitely held close by. And then grow, like I said, um, it's, it's not just about growing big antlers. We all love big antlers. We all want big antlers. But the other thing is, is the fawns. Your does and your fawns are the key to great bucks on your property. And does need tremendous amounts of protein when they're, when they're carrying those fawns after they start, after they drop and, and they have to provide all this milk. Um, the specific amino acids that we have in there also allow them to absorb proteins more readily. Um, and that's what we were trying to go for. It's kind of like a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. I mean, we could put, we, we started off with a medicinal approach um, trying to do it the way everybody else has done it. And what we found was that deer would, would hit it, but not, not hit it regularly. Um, what we needed was deer to hit this stuff constantly and readily. So the, the formulation is, is totally different than how anyone else does it. Um, enhance, you know, we can't say that we've got a cure for EHD and other, and other uh, ticks and fleas and flies and, and pests that cause problems, but we do have ingredients in there, in there that help deter those pests. Um, capture, that's trail cameras. I know as a reality, most guys aren't, aren't blessed to have their own properties that they can manage and plant food plots and create habitat. Most guys are using products similar to ours to try to get trail camera pictures. And I am happy to report I've not used anything in the industry that compares to the, to the capturing ability of, of Whitetail XTC. Um, I know I'm a little biased here, but we put this stuff out, and um, we, have, we have had reports of guys getting deer on them within 15, 20 minutes. John Mulligan of White Knuckle Production has uh, photo proof of deer coming to the product within 15 or 20 minutes after putting it out and leaving the area. It has a great smell. Um, but it has no artificial ingredients in it whatsoever. Everything is natural. We have on the side of the bag a transparent label that you can see. It says quality you can see, and that's because we don't use any dyes or fillers. It's a 100% quality supplement. And then, you know, the killing, we say on the back that we leave that up to you. So attract, hold, grow, enhance, capture, kill. Everything you need it to do. You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in you know helping the herd any way possible as far as how i use mineral and i've and i've used your stuff before i've also used you know your antler kings and i've also used your lucky bucks and you know basically some of your competitors products and um i i am focused the way i hunt on capturing trail camera pictures to allow me yeah. to uh, you know find out what 
Bucks are going to be making the hit list, and then you know seeing uh, how Fawn recruitment did for that year, and you know the basically a numbers game, just getting stuff in front of my trail cameras so I can so I can see that. From what you're Absolutely. saying is that's good for those guys, but your product offers a little bit extra benefit. Yes, it does offer extra benefit, and. Like I said, as far as capturing deer on trail camera, I mean, you, you've used it yourself. Um, we've not tested anything, and I believe we've tested about everything in the market. I'm sure there's some uh, local brands that we've not heard of or seen or tested, but uh, we haven't found anything that attracts them better and gets them on camera than this product. And there's such a variety of ways that you can use our product to do that. John Mulligan of White Knuckle Productions actually used it to uh, locate the bedding area of a buck he killed last year called Johnny Cash. And it was a method that I told him that I had originally used, you know, back before I was in the mineral business, but when I was just using it as a hunter um, to, to isolate and locate a particular pattern that a buck is using in and out of a bedding area. Gotcha. Now, um, with that said, what? How do you use the product? I mean, how many bags or pounds per acre or or per farm are you needing? Well, that is a tricky question. A lot of guys ask. We have a general rule of thumb that works out to about um, a bag a month. But the real trick is, if you're using it to manage deer, you need to do an inventory first. Your mature deer will do about two point six ounces a day. So that's how you'll figure out how much do I actually need. Um, they're going to hit it the hardest from about April to about the end of September. When the food sources start changing, the acorns become available, the sodium deficiency is no longer uh, a big deal in their bodies, the hormones are kicking up, the testosterone's going, they've shed their velvet, now they're on to, you know, food sources are starting to become scarce. The corn and the beans are being harvested right now here in Indiana. You know, so food sources, a lot is changing right now. Um, so they will back off of it. They will continue to hit it. But during those critical months, when the bucks are growing their antlers, when the does are dropping their fawns, when their fawns are growing, the critical time is to figure about 2.6 ounces a day per mature deer. Now, if you're using it for trail cameras, um, I tell guys at least a half a bag per trail camera site every time you go out and pull your card. Um, I only pull my cards once a month. I, that's typically what I recommend to people. Um, but I also set up multiple mineral sites. A lot of times I will, I will hit, um, if I find a bedding area in February when I do my scouting and I find a bedding area, I will go out those exit trails. And I try to, one thing I try to do, if we're trying to keep deer from dying from EHD, I know a lot of folks will recommend that you put it near a water source. Keep your mineral away from a water source. Instead, find an area that is triangular between bedding, food, and water. I try to keep it between the bed and the food, and they will triangulate to the water. So, you know, you, you just give your deer a better chance. You don't want them hanging out at a water source any longer than they need to for to, to take up the water they need and then get out of there. Now, I have heard... Um, you know, I don't know if it's rumor or if it's actually fact that sometimes uh, bait piles or mineral stations can actually lead to outbreaks of diseases. Is there any is there any truth behind that at all? Well, um, there's no hard scientific facts on that. It is speculated that that is the case. Um, the 
I wish we had more concrete evidence. I can tell you that we have never had an incident of that being on any farm that we've done. Sam Calora, um, most of your listeners will know him. He's been on the cover of North American Whitetail uh, four times. I think he, he's the one that killed uh, killed your great buck that you were after. Shipwreck, um, yep. Yeah, shipwreck. Um, but Sam also raises elk and deer, owns Mrs. Dopey. Um, great product, a great guy. Um, I ran into Sam at the Iowa Deer Classic a few years ago. He took some bags and he called me back and said, hey, I, this stuff is fantastic. I want to use it. He was drilling me on the science. I had no idea who the guy was until after I'd met him. And then I, I realized that I'd kind of met a, a living legend in the whitetail industry. But uh, he absolutely loves the product and he's experienced Nothing like that. I mean, I mean, he he has deer that are around each other all the time. Um, when you watch deer feeding fil- fields, they're they're typically right there um, within one another. I mean, it's just one of those precautionary things that I know that's why that it's illegal in some states to use bait or mineral. Um, that's not even the case in Indiana. They just consider it unfair chase. Um, so we've had CWD is, I believe, what you're you're referring to chronic wasting disease and um there's been very few actual confirmed reports of that ehd is on the other hand is caused by a midge fly so it it really has no impact on where they're gathering gotcha so i going taking a step back to you know how much product you should put out let's say a guy owns 40 acres all right and then there's another guy who owns 300 acres. How many how many uh, mineral stations would you recommend in a 40 acre in a 40 acre piece? Well, again, it kind of depends on your goal. If your goal is inventory, then I I try to I try to limit. I try to make a destination spot. If you do multiple sites, you'll have deer just kind of wandering in their their normal patterns. If you're managing for health, you'll want it spread out where it's just available all the time. But if you're trying to take an inventory, you want to limit the number of locations. So on 40 acres, I would do no more than two. But I would probably stick with one major site near a food source um, between a bedding bedding area and a food source. Um, That way I have the deer concentrated in one area and I can get a more accurate picture of the ratio of deer that I have on my property. Gotcha. Now... For me, somewhere about April or May is when I start putting out my mineral and I put it in front of my trail cameras. Would you recommend using this product after the you know the summertime? I know I, I avoid using it um, and keeping it away from my hunting sites um, in the fall. But as soon as the season's over, let's say mid-January, are, would you recommend putting this product out then as well? Yeah. If it's legal in your state, absolutely. Um, we run ours as soon as season's over. Um, we're we're restarting our, our mineral sites. And the guys that hunt in states where they can use it year-round, like Kentucky and Ohio, those guys are using it year-round. And the reason is, is that these, these ingredients, these prebiotics and these amino acids, we have them in, there's only so much that the deer will, 
will accept at their palate. There's only so much that's palatable. And we have it in the maximum quantity that still remains palatable. And what you want, if you really want to protect from disease, these have to be ingredients that are active in their bloodstream at all time. You know, they can only absorb so much into their bloodstream um, from a single feeding session. So if you wait until the midge flies are active, if you wait until um, they're already supposed to be growing antlers when they're already in velvet. If you already have this calcium full in their bloodstream, deer will transfer calcium and phosphorus to their skeletal system for growth before they will transfer it to antler development. So you want to have this in their system and giving them the benefit. The other benefit is with Y-Tail XDC that separates us is the ability to absorb more nutrients from all their brows. So in the critical winter months, when food sources are limited and scarce, this allows them to absorb more nutrients from everything that they eat. Hmm. That's a pretty interesting fact, long-term keeping the healthy, uh, the animal healthy throughout the entire winter. Yes, it, it, it definitely makes a difference. All right, so now I got to put you on the spot here, Bob, and I need to I need you to tell our listeners why they should pick Whitetail XDC over any other type of brand over over your competitors. Well, as I said, attract, hold, grow, enhance, capture, kill. It's everything that you want in a mineral, whether you're managing for herd health or taking inventory or trying to locate your hit list buck. This is your single source granular supplement to accomplish all those tasks. It's not magic in a bag. I can't promise anybody a 200-inch deer. That's good management and good habitat, um, but the killing part's up to you, but we're, we're covering all the other bases. Nice. Now, I see you have a 25-pound bag for sale, and you have a 10-pound bag for sale. Where... Where can um, someone go to find out more information about your um, products, and where can where can people go to actually purchase your products? Well, right now um, you can purchase online, of course. Um, a quick change: we we do not carry the twenty five pound bag anymore. Okay. We've up that. We found with the guys that do a lot of managing. Um, they were wanting fifty pounds. They were wanting larger quantities. So we we go from a ten pound to a 50-pound bag for the guys that are doing management um, and buying bulk. Um, the guys that started off buying the 10-pound bags are, you know, buying, you know, less than 100 pounds a year are now buying 500 to 1,000 pounds to a ton a year now. So we're definitely seeing it grow among the guys who actually use it and have actually seen the results. Um, it is available online. We have some local shops here in Indiana can sit, uh, cutting-edge sporting goods in Greensburg, Indiana, uh, the Outdoorsman Sports Shop, in Greenwood, Indiana. Um, we have a dealer in Kentucky, um, but we are trying to expand to a national market, um, and we hope to give you an update on that really soon. But right now, the sure way for everybody to get it is uh, through the Internet. And uh, that's uh, whitetailxtc.com, correct? Yes. All right. Well, Bobby... Thank you very much for uh, taking time out of your day to uh, inform us on your product, and um, hopefully, you know, hopefully people now have the information they need to uh, make a decision whether it's uh, a competitor or it's uh, your product. So, thanks again for coming on. Thanks, Dan, for having me. 
Well, it sounds to me like Bob and the rest of the Whitetail XTC crew have put a lot of time and energy research and development into their product. With that said, thank you very much for tuning in and uh, be sure to take a look and listen to the rest of the podcasts that I've, that I've posted and uh, keep up on all my blogs, ninefingerchronicles.com and you can visit me on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, last but not least, if you guys want a company to me to reach out to a company, go ahead and message me. You can email me um, on the ninefingerchronicles.com contact page, or you can go ahead and uh, contact me via Facebook or Twitter and uh, let me know what you want to hear. You know, this, um, this whole entire podcast experiment that I'm doing is to get people familiar with products that may you know, either have a cloud on them or may not have the, um, the exposure that some of these other companies have with these giant advertising budgets. So, um, you know, holler at me, let me know what you guys want and I'll do my best to uh, respond and, uh, thank you very much for listening and as always wear your damn safety harness.